Welcome to Parents' Rights Now, a production of Parents' Rights in Education, hosted by Suzanne Gallagher. We are committed to valuing students, empowering parents, and supporting communities to secure great educations for public school children in America. PRE welcomes all students, families, and community members who care about scholastic success for K-12 public school students. Visit our website, parentsrightsined.org, and like us on Facebook. Our chapters include Alaska, Arizona, Colorado, Idaho, Illinois, Maine, Montana, Ohio, Oregon, Texas, Virginia, Washington State, Wisconsin, and something new, Australia. Join us by filling out the form on our website titled, Join Us. You will find information regarding issues and information about local and state chapters. Hey guys, today is Thursday. It is May 5th, that is Cinco de Mayo. And oh my gosh, did I come on upon a story that you're just not going to believe this. It's so, so, un, so just crazy, honestly. Uh, the story came out on May 3rd, so it's a couple days ago, and it's written by Katrina Peterson. She is in Normal, that's the name of the town, Illinois. The title is Furries, that's spelled F-U-R-R-I-E-S, spotted in the community. N-C-W-H-S encourages Pride Week. Community members seem to be outraged about the practices of the Bloomington Normal High Schools. Practices including furries, barking in the lunchrooms, furries, hosting school clubs, and the Pride Week being hosted by Normal Community West High School. Furries at Bloomington High School. When someone today uses the word furry, they may not mean what you think they mean. The word mostly used as an adjective, meaning covered in fur, is now informally used as a noun, meaning an enthusiast for animal characters with human characteristics. In particular, a person who dresses up in costume, such as a character or uses one as an avatar online. According to a March 27, 2015 article that appeared in Vox, a 2007 survey at a furry convention found that 26% of furries own a fur suit. A 2014 survey found 48% own a tail. A 2013 survey at a furry fiesta reported men spent 34% of their online playing time on sexual content and women 21%. Furries, and that's spelled F-U-R-R-I-E-S, are typically white males in their 20s and either gay, bisexual, or transsexual. 
Sexual activity with other furries, known as yiffing, after the sound foxes make during sex, is part of the subculture for some. Last month, a Wisconsin story was widely circulated that a Wanakee school district had a furry protocol. Cities 92.9, that's a radio station, sent a Freedom of Information Act, or FOIA, request to school district, District 87, and learned and learned that a Bloomington High School student had requested permission to start a furry club on March 31st. The student wrote an email stating, quote, I want to set up a club for furries. Furries are people who dress up as characters they made, almost like cosplays. Some furries do animation. Some draw their characters. It's a way people express themselves and their creativity, not like the LGBTQ+, but LGBTQ+, members are welcome. Courtney Marks, the assistant principal, responded to the student, I will come and talk to you about this tomorrow. Cities, the radio station, has reached out to both Marks and Principal Timothy Moore regarding the school club. There was no comment made. Also, Cities 92.9 received a photo of furries walking in a city park, providing evidence that there is a suited segment of furries in our community. The photo was taken by the trail by State Farm on Lincoln Street. In the photo, people suspected to be children are enclosed in full furry costumes, complete with ears and tails. A student from Normal Community said usually furry students are most active in lunch hours. They'll put on their tails. There's lots of kids in one lunch hour, so it's pretty loud, and that's how they get away with it, said the student. The student said teachers' reactions are mostly of a confused nature, and only a handful of teachers, maybe three or five, think that the kids are doing something good. Rumors circulated that normal community was going to put litter boxes in the restrooms to accommodate the furry students. Unit 5 Communications Director Dana Brown said that they were in fact rumors and custodial staff were going to check the bathrooms. There's more to this. All right, here we go. This is an article written by Devin Willems. It's titled Furries in Wisconsin Schools? Districts respond to alleged furry protocols. A viral video of a UW Oshkosh professor and a Wisconsin talk show host is causing some districts in Wisconsin to respond to alleged furry protocols. There have been multiple posts across social media of a picture of an email that was sent in regards to furry protocols at Wanakee School District. This appears to have started with a video on the Dr. Duke show. James Pesta is the host of the show and is listed as an associate professor at the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh's website. Vicki McKenna, who is a Wisconsin talk show host and self-described right-wing hippie, talks about an email she received in regards to the Wanakee School District 
and their protocols to furries. She said she received several subsequent emails and the same subject as well. Email in total reads, Hi, Vicki. I have grandchildren in the Wanakee School District. They have been instructed to not take pictures of, make fun of, stare at, or in any way call out the behavior of their classmates who are furries. The furries can choose whether they want to speak in class or not. The furries are allowed to dress in their choice of furry costume. The furries can choose not to run in gym class, but instead sit at the feet of their teacher and lick their paws. Barking, hissing, and similar animal noises are commonplace in the hallways at the schools. The children have been told that they must treat these children normally and the school administration and teachers have normalized the behavior of the furries in their schools. I am appalled. That is all part of this message from Vicki. The episode was posted on March 17th, even though some are claiming that the email was an April Fool's joke. The Wanakee School District has released the following public statement. Quote, Wanakee has no protocols for furries and no issues with disruptions at our middle school or in our classrooms. We do not know the origin of this story or slide, but this may be part of a national rumor. Unquote. The district also linked to a story regarding a Nebraska lawmaker who apologized for a false claim about litter boxes in schools. There were some mentions that Mossany High School was in the same situation as Wanakee. Local 5 did reach out to the Mossany School District, and officials said it has nothing to do with Mossany. So what are furries? Is there a definition? According to FurScience.com, the term furry describes a community where people create themselves an anthropomorphized animal character with whom they identify and can function as an avatar in the community. Furries can wear elaborate costumes or simply animal ears or tails. Fur science is the public face of an international anthropomorphic research project, which is led by multiple doctors and scientists. So here is one last article that was written by Alex Newman. This is called the Newman Report, and it's titled Brainwashed School Kids Now Identifying as Animal Furries. It was written on February 22nd of this year. He says, and I respect this guy so much, I think he's spot on. As if identifying as newly invented genders was not outlandish enough, indoctrinated and confused victims of government schools are now coming to class wearing tails fake animal ears, and even leashes. They call themselves furries, and estimates suggest there are already hundreds of thousands across America. The Newman Report has received communications about this disturbing trend from parents across multiple states, including Indiana, Michigan, Kentucky, and more. Video of children barking like dogs or meowing like cats while scooting around 
on all fours have become increasingly popular on social media too. Even the mainstream media has started picking up on the phenomena in government schools, even in conservative states. NBC affiliate WLWT, for example, recently reported on concerns among parents in the Meade County, Kentucky School District about children attending school, acting like and dressing as cats. One grandmother of two in the local high school was too scared to give her name, but wanted to speak out nonetheless. Quote, apparently from what I understand, they're called furries, the grandmother told WLKY. They identify with animals. These people will hiss at you or scratch at you if they don't like something you're doing. According to the grandmother, quoted on the NBC affiliate, she first became aware of the bizarre fetish spreading among school children in 2020. But it really got bad when they went back to school this year, she explained. I have two grandkids in school and my grandkids don't want to go to school anymore. Students have have even started a petition seeking to stop the practice, warning that some of these confused children were even biting fellow students as if they were wild animals with the knowledge of school officials. Meanwhile, one woman who did not identify herself took to social media to explain that she was fired as a substitute teacher for refusing to meow back to a self-proclaimed furry child in the class she was subbing for. Apparently refusing to play along with the kitty delusion is tantamount to misgendering. See the connection? A student confused about their gender. Concerns about the practice first gained national prominence among adults outside the government school insane asylums after a Michigan mom complained at a school board meeting about litter boxes being put in bathrooms. The superintendent claimed it was not true, a denial that left-wing establishment bootlickers parroted mindlessly to allay fears of upset parents and taxpayers. Let me be clear, in this communication, wrote Midland Public Schools boss Michael Sherrill after the mother's concerns went viral on social media, there have never been litter boxes within MPS schools. He did not deny that students were coming to school acting like literal animals, only that a litter box was placed in the bathroom for them by the school. So, (laughs) this is absolute insanity. Of, Of course, if males can impersonate or claim to believe they are females and gain access to restrooms from the op for the opposite sex, there is absolutely no logical reason why students who identify as cats should not be provided litter boxes. In the demented progressive worldview, this act of alleged intolerance and discrimination should be equally odious. Plenty of far-left voices are urging school officials to allow children to pretend to be animals in the classroom. Please let these weirdos do their thing, wrote Ashley Reese in an article about the phenomenon at the diabolical propaganda outlet Jezebel. Unless they're actually harming their classmates, I see no cause for panic. Whoa. The tragic furies phenomenon is merely a symptom of the horrific and systemic child abuse masquerading as education that is taking place in government schools. 
It is the next logical step in the school's descent into total madness and depravity. How much more of this lunacy and psychological terrorism against children Americans will tolerate remains to be seen. And I agree. This is Parents' Rights Now. Please check your show notes for links pertinent to this podcast. Oh, and one last thing. It would be so, so great if you could help us out financially as well. You know, we have ongoing expenses every month and we're growing, growing like crazy. And uh, we do give assistance to all of our chapters. They can uh, ask people in their various states to contribute. So you might want to consider that if there is a chapter in your state, uh, you can indicate that you prefer for the money to go directly to the state. And pre keeps 20% of that and 80% goes to the chapters to help them with their expenses for printing, etc. A lot of them are putting on events and we encourage them to do that. And so this helps them to grow and to take action. And um, anyway, just go to the donate page on our website, parentsrightsined.org. Thanks much.